do that to KB. Um, oh, okay. KB. Yeah. That's his favorite rapper. Not my favorite rap. One of my one. favorites. You one ever smell? Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I try it. Do you have a favorite rapper? Eminem. Eminem. Okay. Oh. Favorite rapper of all time. Yeah. Wow. Like I don't go with the the bandwagon hip hop no, no. the Kamala Harris answer. You know, right. like <laughs> Tupac is the greatest rapper alive. Uh, like uh, she clearly doesn't know anything. Like she was <laughs> like giving like a shotgun answer. I hear it. Yo. That's a we we talk about music a lot. So I was yeah. curious. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think I would say uh, Andre 3000. He's one of he's, he's definitely. But I try one. to avoid the like right down Main Street, kind of a little off center, because I think a lot of people will consider him up there for sure. Oh, but yeah. you won't hear any debate. And some of the best verses you can get. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's the last time I saw him, he was randomly playing a flute at the airport or something. Okay. Like <laughs> so it's just like I don't. I don't think he cares yeah. so yeah. much anymore. I so, right. Which I guess makes sense the older you get, you know. Because he's all, he's pushing 50 soon, mm-hmm. I think. So, yeah. Just, yeah. so, like I said, we're not going to let this whole thing play. <laughs> Can't do that. <laughs> Safe yeah. measures. I don't want to get sued by. Well, he's not on Reach Records anymore. There you go. He's That's right. Sony. I definitely don't want to get sued by Sony. So. <laughs> Anyway, well, guys, welcome to the ET podcast. My name is Eric, and I am Trey. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. This is episode eighty-three. Yep. as you all know, mm-hmm. and We're not today, fumbling wow. our episode numbers anymore. That's right. We've been yeah. doing that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but we have, as you can see, special guest mm-hmm. here among our mists. Yeah. Yes. And we got here. Angela. There you go. Beautiful. <laughs> and Ryan. You know, before anything, I just want to say and put it on record. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, they've been a really big part in my life. You know, uh, you know, I've been with you guys for two years. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was in DI and yep. I've learned a lot from you guys and you know everything that you know you guys taught us till now like i mean it's still in my head i still practice it i still try to you know be better and mm. you know it's and i really want to thank you guys yes. and honestly oh, i mean awesome. you know they've been one of my you know biggest mentors influencers and that's why we're doing this wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank so you. yeah respect. no thank Mutual you respect. Yeah. i love seeing how uh loyal you guys have been to the podcast yes. you've been here like faithfully grinding it out that to me is like I love consistency, man. man. I love yes. it. Man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Really mm-hmm. Love um, that. Can I just share a little bit about Ryan and Angela? Yeah, go on. Before they properly get to introduce <laughs> themselves. Uh, Ryan and Angela were actually two of the first people that I met when I came to the church. Mm. Um, and I met them at the fifth service, mm-hmm. and uh, I was serving on the fifth service uh, usher team, whatever. Yeah. Uh, also, yeah. and. Uh, then me and Ryan got to talking about hip hop and stuff. I asked him if he knew who the Migos were. <laughs> and he didn't know. <laughs> he didn't know, which is funny. And that's just, when you knew you liked me, though. Yeah, I yeah. Was, that means I was, I, was, like, I was a safe space. Yeah, you got a, a, a different. <laughs> that means that you can put me onto some new music or, or whatever. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, okay, well, he doesn't know. Then that's cool, whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I've I've known them since. I think I started going to the Fifth Service and like. 2015 sure. mm-hmm. something like that because yeah, yeah. like i didn't join the church till 2014 
Or no, no, sorry. I joined the church 2015, and then I mm-hmm. noticed that there was a Friday night service. I was like, mm-hmm. maybe I'll just start going to the fifth service. Sure. And I went there. That was like the main service I went to, yeah. mm-hmm. especially when I started working at the church because I was working on weekends. Yeah, and yeah, stuff. yeah. But yeah. yeah, I've known Ryan and Angela five years now, going wow. on five years wow. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I know. Time flies. Yeah. Right? It's, it's it crazy. It really does. Um, <laughs> and these are two amazing people. Like, right. I've never met people like them. Um, I'm not trying to, like, put y'all on a pedestal or nothing like that. But but y'all are just <laughs> awesome human beings. Thank you right. know? And um, I have nothing but the utmost respect for y'all, too. Uh, appreciate that. Bro. And Thank you, Trey. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna keep talking and going on because I, I no. can pull out a scroll of yeah. like great things about them. But That's right. We gotta start the episode. Yeah, for sure. thank you, no, for both sure. of you. Mutual mutual respect, <laughs> seriously, both of thank you. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. So if you guys, I mean, want to share a little bit about you guys, what you guys yeah. do, what you guys all about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Please. Absolutely. Why don't you go first, love? Well. uh First of all, we are married. We've been married for almost four years. Um, in November, it'll be four years. Wow. And uh, let's see, we um, we both work in ministry. We're both pastors. Um, we've had our journey in um, working in ministry and um, have just completely enjoyed it. We've worked together, actually, in uh, the departments we've worked in. Mm-hmm. Uh, worked in our young adult ministry Um our internship program for young adults, which is where I, we met Eric, um, our young adult ministry and fifth service where we met Trey. Yeah. And, um, uh, and many places in between there. Yeah. Uh, but we, um, we work for, uh, our St. Paul campus now. So we became a church planting church and then mm-hmm. Ryan and I got sent out on a team to start our St. Paul campus. Now we're in St. Paul, Minnesota. And on a team there, um, just crushing, doing our thing, um, and mm. really enjoying it. But ultimately, uh, I think, and also one of the things that like attracted me to Ryan was we have a mutual just love for people. Um, we love to meet new people, get to know people, and just like so enjoy um, connecting with people. And so uh, that's something that I think is just really what drives us in our ministry, yeah. and just because. There's a lot of people out there that are incredible and worth investing in. Mm-hmm. And um, so we spend a lot of time doing that and <laughs> loving it. Um, yeah, we, uh, oh gosh, what else do you think we should say? What else yeah. is interesting about us? We've been at Living Word for a while. Yeah. Uh, how many yeah. years for you? I think I counted. Um, eight years. Yeah. 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 So that's wow. seven for me. It's easy to count. I just was going to wait till you said it. Yeah. I was going to just <laughs> subtract. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's been a while. We uh, love what we do. Yes. Um, Angela is the executive pastor of our St. Paul campus, and she's wow. phenomenal. Incredible, incredible uh, just gift to the ministry. Thank you. Um, I'm a director at Living Word, and so mm-hmm. I oversee a few different departments. And uh, it's an honor to get to do what we do. I uh, love the church that we're at. We've been there for a minute, and uh, it's yeah. awesome to be able to see, one, I love seeing you guys be so passionate about the things that you're pursuing, the love for Thank music, you. the yeah. commitment to this podcast, the way that you are with people, and as you guys step out in the for ministry real. that God's called you to do, mm-hmm. you know, it's just a pleasure to be able to be a part of that process. Thank you. I think yeah. my, my favorite thing 
uh, looking back on this whole thing, and I'm young. I'm not acting like the old guy who's mm. you know, <laughs> getting ready to retire and tie his sneakers together and hang them over the electric pole. Like for me, oh when I uh, that's a whole visual for you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the like Mike uh, intro. That's exactly <laughs> what I saw. That's <laughs> right. Leaving the court, about to throw the rafter. I mean, throw uh, the jersey up in the rafter. That's right. And everything. Uh. That's right. But for me, when I think about legacy, it's really looking back and seeing the lives that were changed. Mm -hmm. Right. Like if there's anything that I'm proud of and honored to be a part of, it's being able to see that. And so. It's cool to see yeah. you guys like continue to step up for and real. see what you're doing. So it's an honor to thank be you. here. Thank for sure. you. For thank sure. you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we're honored for you guys to be here. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's a pleasure. I mean, we honestly, you know, try to, I guess, not be selective to who we bring, but it's no. like, you know, we always want to, like, wh whoever we bring is just like going to be impactful, you yeah. know? Mm -hmm. And, and any, uh, anybody, honestly, we bring is just, you know, yeah. it's, it's a blessing to have yeah. them here. And, Absolutely. and I'm really glad that, I mean, with your busy schedule, you know, oh, yeah. having some yeah. time to be here at yes, least. So yeah. sure. that's that's really great. Glad and to yeah. be. You appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> real real quick ahead. though, I know you've been on a podcast before. Yeah, yeah. But have you been on a podcast? So before? um we ha I have been on one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. One okay. podcast before. Sweet. So yeah. So this is a new thing for me. So yeah. it's okay. exciting. That's okay. sweet. Just yeah. wanted to ask because yeah. it's Nine times out of ten, yeah. people haven't been on a podcast. For sure, for sure, for sure. Like, yeah. Remember when we had Juan on for the first time? Yeah. Yeah, no, and that's you know how you were. <laughs> and that's the funny thing though, because everybody that we bring in, like, they get so nervous. It's like yeah. they don't know what to say, what to do. It's like, dude, just you know, there's not an audience. Yes. It's just you, <laughs> Juan. I don't know you, but don't yeah. you worry, man. I hear it. I hear it. Don't and even I worry about it. You're like, uh, what I do with my yeah. hands? But right, like, right. It's like the Ricky yeah. Bobby syndrome. Right. It's like, <laughs> just hang out. Down, right. Let's just have, have a good conversation. Uh -huh. Yeah, no, I hear it. Yep, yeah. totally. Or should okay. I look at the camera? Or like, yeah. you know. Right. Right. Hey. Yeah. But yeah, no, anyway. but yeah, thank you guys. Well, you know, part of the reason why, you know, we wanted to bring you guys here, mm -hmm. obviously knowing with all the, um, you know, the chaos in the world, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and, 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 you know, God's... Um, I guess work never stops. Mm -hmm. You know, it keeps going and going yep. right. no matter the circumstance, you know, it's just there. Mm -hmm. yeah. And with you guys' ministry, you know, what we wanted to ask, and actually, I guess the title, it was adaptation, you know, adapting yeah. to this current, you know, situation mm -hmm. and chaos and whatnot, like I explained. Sure. So one of our first questions was, how has, you know, COVID, and not, not just COVID, but, you know, 2020 in general with all the crazy stuff that we experience, you mm -hmm. know, with, you know, losses and, yeah. you know, just crazy stuff. Yes. Like how has that impacted you guys' ministry? Wow. You know, mm -hmm. like, well, yeah, this year and obviously, you know, yeah. till the end of the year, <laughs> totally. it's still going. So <laughs> still yeah, going. that's, you know, that was, you know, our starting question. So For sure. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want do you want to fire off or what do you think? Sure, sure. Okay. Um, I think uh, you should definitely speak on like a technical level, specifically even what, with what we've done at church. Obviously, go yeah. wherever you want, but I just sure. I feel like you'll describe that better than I will, so I'm not going to go there. But for me, I think uh, the first thing that I've that comes to mind is navigating 2020 personally, because mm -hmm. right. um, I feel like we all kind of have to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. At the end right. of the day, we live in our own shoes. You know, that's true. Um, and so even looking at everything that's gone on for the ministry, um, I had to really get myself to a place where I was grounded and looking to find just my footing in everything that was going on. It seemed mm -hmm. like there was just uh, such a tough situation after tough situation, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and so because of it, I had to get to this point where I, I got to 
this core of myself where I said, like, not even just because I, I could think of all the Christian things to say that this too shall right. pass, all of that, but <laughs> yep. hitting myself. Because yeah. it's easy to say that the first time, but then mm-hmm. when it gets worse and worse and worse, it's like, this hasn't really passed yet. <laughs> right, you know what I'm saying? Right. And yeah. so yeah. for me, I had yeah. to get to the spot where I was like, no matter what comes against me, I, I've got to be real about who I am, where mm-hmm. I'm at, and what I'm about. Yep. And so finding that like really grounding, like centering place, um, and really thankful for the ministry that um, I was receiving from. Uh, really been able to hear from like Pastor Jamie because he's ministering in the middle of this whole thing happening. And that was one of the first things he started speaking about is really being grounded in an authentic reality of your identity mm-hmm. because your identity is so separate from the circumstances that go around you. Mm-hmm. And I needed that because I couldn't control what was happening around me. And it seemed like it was so crazy what was happening right, around right, me. Right, but if right. I know who I am, mm-hmm. I can find mm-hmm. strength in that. That's true. Yep. And so for me, um, that was like one of the first spots that I had to really get to. And then from there, I started to be able to think, okay, what does it look like to minister? What does it look like to lead? What does it look like to communicate along the same lines of what's helping me? Um, it's kind of like you're, you're on the airplane and, uh, you know, they always say, put your mask on before you help anybody else. Mm-hmm. It was one of those. So I had to find my grounding, you know, right. be able to breathe and then start to think, okay, what can I apply? Mm-hmm. What can I help with? That kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I loved about navigating this season, as crazy as everything's been, um, what's created such an authenticity for me and my experience of God and my experience in ministry. Um, and even as a minister, as I like navigate relationships with other people, mm-hmm. it's, um, this is one of those seasons that things are, are so wild that it causes you to speak about things that directly apply to you. Mm-hmm. I'm not giving someone some sermon mm-hmm. of a story that happened to me five years ago. Right. Right. Um, we're all getting through this together. Right. Mm-hmm. So it brought the church to this place that was very authentic because we didn't have all the answers. Right. Mm-hmm. We weren't perfect. Um, and what does it look like for, for us to navigate a new fear that we've never experienced before? It's not like we had one of, a trial run of this right. and reference for other people. Right. We're right. all in the middle of it, you right. know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that was probably one of the more mm-hmm. beautiful things that I saw come out of it. But yeah, I would say it was really just getting grounded. Wow. That's wow. good. Yeah. yeah, I mean, um, where this year really has been something that has shown me that I don't know that we're ever fully in control. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so even within our personal lives and Ryan said it really well, I completely agree with him. Just like you have to know your own identity and Mm -hmm. you have to live from it. And you also have to understand like in ministry, this is, I truly believe this, that you are, your identity is not your title, right? You are, you are who you are first. Right. Your identity is you as a leader, you are a pastor, you are a uh, ministry leader, you are worship leader, or you just are a leader. You are a minister. And then somebody chose to put a title on it at one point, but it's not, you're not growing to become something. You are growing to become who you are. And then later on, you know, you'll hit those marks or you, someone gives you a title eventually or whatever. And, and this year has shown me just like, we really, really need to be who we are because that we can live from. And if it's the real deal, then it'll sustain through whatever it is that we are living through. Mm -hmm. And, um, in this year, like Ryan said, like coming to terms with who we are, like our, our identity, meaning, um, you know, not, 
spiritually, like in our personal relationship with the Lord and just our identity in Christ and who he has called us to be, but also just who we are in our personalities and in right, our, and right. our unique giftings. Like each of us have a That's unique right. gifting and, and just living there mm-hmm. instead of wishing you had something else or wishing you were in a different place or, mm-hmm. or wishing you were in a different circumstance. The, the fact of the matter is you are in the situation you're in That's right. <laughs> and you are who you are and there's n- nothing really else that you have. And so embracing that, um, Mm. and I think hopefully people got an opportunity to do that, embracing who we are. Um, You maybe found a a, a, uh, different side of you than you knew that you had or something because 2020 will bring it out. You know what I mean? (laughs) But my thing is like, bring it out. Let's see it. You know, let's see it all. And and then also, you know, you get that opportunity to really like um, come to terms with who you are, your identity. Um, who you are in Christ, living that out, um, you know, for us, you know, even practically speaking, this year has been wild for us. We uh, started our year in a really low place. We had lost a friend um, who was a brother to us, um, Ryan, particularly growing up with him. His name is Savan, and we kicked our year off there, which was yeah. devastating. Um, and then from that point, you know, a few months later, uh, COVID um came on the scene and uh, we went into shelter in place. And what we do, we, we, we work in ministry where we are um, serving people, we're, mm-hmm. we're helping people, we are meeting people where they're at and saying, you're not alone. And then it was so interesting because you want to be with people, you don't want people to be alone, but you have to be at a distance, right. you know? Right. So it was a very unique approach to ministry. You could You had to be with people while not physically being with them. And so you are adapting, but that's the thing is the world will always adapt. And in ministry, we, we must always adapt mm-hmm. to be with people where they are. And we all live in this world right. <laughs> and we are all going through this world together. And so we have to be able to adapt. And I believe right. that should we live in our identity, who we are in Christ, the unique personalities that we have, which are from God, yeah. the unique giftings that are on the inside of us, if we live there and um, we, we, we truly do, I think we'll be able to adapt to anything that comes, right. you know? And so this year has certainly been that way for us. COVID, um, shelter in place, still having to um, be with people, if you will, while at a distance. And then also uh, we're on our journey of coming out of COVID and adjusting. Yeah. And I mean, man, you guys, there's no, <laughs> there's no uh, playbook for this one. And mm. certainly yeah. not in ministry, but. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I really like how you guys, you know, both kind of describe that there is no like instructions or yeah. guidance onto nope. this yeah. Uh, yeah. madness. And I think it's, you know, putting together with what you guys mentioned is just it really it's kind of like a testing type of thing where like mm. it really shows your true colors and where you yeah. are uh, mm-hmm. spiritually. Mm-hmm. And, and, and for me, I feel like it was in a lot of ways, like spiritually, mentally. Uh, physically, emotionally, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. even financially, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, because I feel like, you know, so anybody could say, yes, I'm a Christian. You know, I love God when things are good. Yeah. You know, but what about, right. you know, with this going on to with, you know, with mm-hmm. obviously, you know, tragic, you know, situations, you know, losses and and this COVID stuff mm-hmm. and, and, and just crazy things around you. Like, where mm-hmm. is your faith and your love, you know? with God and where is your like mm-hmm. you know your relationship with for him sure. right. 
I think when you get to a yeah. spot where you can bear down in the midst of everything that's mm-hmm. happened, and I'm not trying to say like you just got to be tougher because that's yeah. it's, it's not that simple. But uh, for me, what was cool to see is the way that people responded to all these situations, right. the amount of creativity that came out of mm-hmm. them, mm-hmm. the amount of like a greater like value for family and relationships. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's like that absence makes your heart, you know. Uh, grow mm-hmm. fonder for those things so yeah. for me it was cool to see one our church responded really well to not being able to be in the same room we launched our youtube channel we really focused oh, on sweet. our online presence yeah. like the creativity and the leaning into technology to mm-hmm. bridge the gap through everything really pushed us forward and we're mm-hmm. still like walking in the fruit of that now mm-hmm. um and i think that really was a huge like fire under our butt to like really like step it up as a church you know mm-hmm. um, and then even the like I said before but prioritizing those relationships as well but it just it made us step it up mm-hmm. in the middle of the whole thing which I thought was pretty cool right mm-hmm. sweet uh, number two <laughs> well real quick before we go I was gonna say like I just think about the um the TD Jakes okay. Stephen Furtick interview where he was talking about the monkeys yeah, and how like they yeah. adapted oh. to their yeah, yeah. And all yep. that. that's it good was, like, mm-hmm. eventually they were it got so cold that they their tails would fall off mm. and then he was saying you know that's what i mean about toughness he was like if you if you adapt to it long enough or whatever you yeah. freeze your tail whatever the quote was mm-hmm. or whatever but like it's just like this this year has been mm. like that mountain yeah <laughs> it's like yeah. you know you you set a fire under your butt, but mm-hmm. then, I mean, it could have been cold to you, too. And it just, like, <laughs> froze your tail off. True, true, like, true. You know, so, yeah, I just... I hear it. I yeah, hear it. But and I mean, with that, no, I, and I thought, you know, you were going into into that, even the second question, because it's a great lead way. Um, you know, what are the things that you guys have to do to adapt to? Um, and you kind of yeah. explained a little bit about it, you know, mm-hmm. going into the social media mm-hmm. and having yeah. mo- more impact... Um, with the technology and such, but sure. um, I guess, are there any things that you guys are still adapting to or are working on, you know, moving on forward mm-hmm. uh, that you guys are, you know, in progress in or still, you know, yeah, yeah. figuring things yeah. out? Yeah, even like logistically, absolutely. I mean, mm-hmm. you have guidelines that mm-hmm. you have to follow that you've never had to before. Right. And then also you have a dynamic of, um, people, just because you open your doors in a church doesn't mean that people are comfortable coming through yet. Right. So you, you have to keep in mind people in all comfort levels, right. mm-hmm. in all situations. And you have to ask yourself, okay, my, my responsibility is to uh, present like the gospel to everybody, make sure the word is presented to everybody. Um, and right now, everybody is in different places, right. you know? And so... Um, comfort levels are in different places. Um, people are financially in different places. Like people have different needs right now than each other. And, um, and so you have to ask yourself, you know, where are people at that are connected to this body, this particular church? Cause that's our particular responsibility as the people within our church. And, um, then how do we take what we have, the resources we have, um, the, giftings we have on our team you know whatever it may be and how do we serve from there and right now you know our world is in a different place and people are at different comfort levels like i said earlier so it's like logistically speaking you have to keep adapting because people are going to be where they're at as long as they're at and then you have to um adapt your ministry so Mm -hmm. so 
for example, we um, opened our doors where we are now having service in person. However, we, we have a percentage of our congregation that is still uncomfortable coming. Mm-hmm. Totally respect that. So we provide an, a live stream and we provide you know, children's ministry um, online as well as in person. And so it's just like um, the dynamic of people reaching people with the word that are ready to be together and then reaching people with the word that are actually not quite there yet. And so everyone's so different. Everybody's different. We've seen Mm -hmm. people, especially even some of the like friends who are in other churches that we're connected with. will talk about how there are people that if they have signs that say you have to wear a mask, they're not going in there because Mm -hmm. they see it as like something against their freedom. You know what I mean? And everyone's got their own theory on masks. We could do do a mask, no mask episode, whatever you (laughs) want to call it. But for for me, it's just uh, learning and seeing that that's where people are at. It's kind of crazy to be like, whoa, I just assumed it was, you know, the people who want to stay at home versus the people who want to be in the room. But there's people who want to be in the room, but... They don't want to be in the room if the room looks like this. And so navigating, serving all of these different people in different spaces, when our heart is really to just love and be open and available to anyone who wants to come Mm -hmm. in. Mm -hmm. How do you make everybody feel comfortable, minister to the the masses, but still, you know, follow your heart with how you want to do service Mm -hmm. and what you feel like God's telling you to do? It's just, uh, it's very, it's hard to have like linear. We did this because we needed to do that. You know, some of the things are obvious. We needed to be able to provide an online service because people couldn't come to our building. Like those Mm -hmm. pieces are a little bit more linear, but then there's some of the more abstract things where you make room for people and figure out what it looks like to minister to people. And you kind of got to read it on the fly and make decisions in light of all of it. It's pretty wild. That's a crazy thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just like everybody is like very picky nowadays. (laughs) It's just like, you never know. Like there's a lot of people, like I was walking to Kafoods last night and there was just a person that just went right in Mm -hmm. and didn't have a mask or anything. And like, you know, they literally, the whatever the guy or the employee told him that you can't be here yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and he was like why not mm-hmm. i'm yeah. gonna come and chop i need food yeah I was like, well you need a mask and I'm like, sure and i think he got kicked out i just walked you yeah, know walked it. by I but keep your it, head down i'm like let me just get my frosted flakes I'm you, out know? Here. <laughs> <laughs> you know and it's crazy because like now even the, the smallest thing even from like a sneeze mm-hmm. it's like yeah. crazy no, you know red particularly yep. How i know you sneeze it's like and, and, and you don't get a blessing from it because you know whenever you would sneeze <laughs> hey god bless you yeah not anymore uh, <laughs> that's funny you know it's funny i found myself being the person on the other end of that i guess because like i was in walmart and I had my mask on and stuff. And this mm-hmm. lady came in on a hover round with no mask. I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, I was just like, wait, 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 wait. Like, it's her choice. Like, yeah. what are you doing? I got like, you. Just because you it's fall like on it. Like, yeah. everybody doesn't, everybody's different. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I just caught myself. I was like, mm-hmm. shut up. Uh, here. Just like, <laughs> 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 you know. Respect that. Yeah. 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 So. No, but yeah, just that, you know, being able to adapt to all people's right. crazy thing even because even in our church is the same thing you mm-hmm. know there's people that don't feel comfortable in coming in yet and you know that's fine but yeah. yet we have to provide some type of yeah. you know a uh, way for yeah. them to still hear you know Heal what god them. has for them yeah. and whatnot for sure. so for sure and it's it's yeah. so interesting because it's like 
it's like Ryan said, it's not people who want to versus don't want to. There's some people like, for example, people that maybe work in a medical field where they're like, I actually can't come mm-hmm. to church yeah. because it will compromise my job. People who work with kids and they mm-hmm. run daycares, it will compromise their job. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, like your heart gets pulled in like 150 That's different ways. And you're like... Yeah. How do we come up with something that meets the needs? And it's just like, but you guys, that's the crazy thing is just like, Jesus can meet all those people's needs. Yeah. Cause you're, and you're like, I actually think he's the only one. Mm -hmm. Like there is no other person, heart, structure, system than the kingdom that can actually meet every need. Um, And I think Mm -hmm. we're seeing that in 2020 (laughs) because he's the only way that you can have peace in the middle of a storm. And that's that's true. Like, for example, like, Peace to me is not a calm just situation on all sides. It's actually the calm in the storm, Mm -hmm. the ability to somehow anchor yourself when there is so many, you know, things coming against you. It's actually the definition to me of peace is when it is chaotic, but you still are able to find yourself in a peaceful place. And it's like only Jesus, man, you know? And then it's like, how do you, how do you do your best to, extend that lifeline because right. we don't we're not the lifeline <laughs> you know what right. i mean yeah we will fail you don't even try to make <laughs> us a lifeline right. like right. but how do I we extend <laughs> say that again like there's no that's a whole word right there like yeah. there's we're not the lifeline but we have to like yeah. how can we extend the lifeline because mm-hmm. um we couldn't come up with a plan good enough right. to do that for you it is but we feel that responsibility of like how can we extend this lifeline to as many people wherever they're at, you know? Yeah. And then like, even with what you said, I mean, it brings me the story of like when there was a storm and Jesus was just chilling, sleeping, right. You know, he was just doing his thing, you know? And, Mm -hmm. and it was a storm and everybody was like, it like, they felt that the boat was going to sink, but you know, Jesus was just still sleeping, you know, you know, and, and I feel like, like what you said, like, you know, he's the only way that could take a nap in the middle of a hurricane. For sure. And yet sure. be chill about it. And then when right. he wakes up, hey, okay, let's bring it down. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. That. And what's crazy mm-hmm. is like, if there's one thing, that, like a message I've seen us talk about more than ever um, in the church, and I feel like it's so like needed in the church, it's um, giving people this perspective and a desire to be able to see Jesus in themselves, to see themselves in that story, as opposed to just, well, that's mm-hmm. a good lesson. I should, it's more so like, okay, what does it look like for me to sleep in the boat of my life right now? That's right. And yeah. so we've been speaking a lot about like the, the right. need for a personal relationship with mm-hmm. God yeah. um, to be able to live out those qualities that Jesus says are in us and lean into them and have that be our like revelation, our reality, you know, right. um, as opposed to me just like, man, if I give them a little bit of this and then next week they'll come back and I'll give them some of that. They might not be here next week. They might not want to hear from, they might not be able to be in the same room. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. So what can I give them now? And it's more so in understanding that the, like Jesus himself, like, like the spirit of God is on the inside of you. That's right. And you can take that with you wherever you go. Mm -hmm. You got all the peace you need, Mm -hmm. all the confidence you need. Mm -hmm. It is in you. Trust, you know, the process, trust God. And see that come out, and that to me is like, I feel like I'm preaching the last sermon I need to preach. Like I'm trying to tell people, like you <laughs> got it already, you're good. Yeah. You don't yeah. have to come back because mm-hmm. you might not be able to come back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's wow. everything. That's crazy. Well, wow. yeah. That, <laughs> I'm 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 just stuck on it. Like that is 
it's an amazing reminder. Like it, it truly is. Like mm-hmm. put yourself in that situation or whatever, yeah. and just mm-hmm. think how Jesus. You know, right. what would Jesus do or whatever? Yep. You yeah, know? think yep. that that cliche. Yeah. Yep. But it's really a fact. Like yeah. you know, I mean, because yeah. you are part of him. He's part of you. You know, right? It's like, yeah. It's like, interesting. Just, wow. It's interesting Sorry. just because it's like you are. I need to be more like Jesus. Well, actually, mm-hmm. according to the word, your identity is you, you are like Jesus. Yep. Yep. You were uh, created that way. And so when you're looking to be more like Jesus, you end up having, you have to look in because yep. it's there. Mm-hmm. And so you look to, to, to um, the identity of Jesus, right? But then you also, when you look at him, know that you can also have that. That's right. Mm-hmm. And in this, in that story that you're referencing, Eric, like where he was chill, he was, I'm sure he was very aware of the storm Mm -hmm. (laughs) and his disciples were like, we're actually going to die. Don't you care? And they were a little, they were confused, you know? So instead of looking at Jesus as a separate identity from you, um, looking inward because that's where he is. And, um, he, his heart is, you know, uh, something that you have access to at all times. Mm -hmm. And so I love that. Like, how do you become the person? How do you become Jesus in that story, like in that, in that moment. And it's, it's not necessarily like, okay, I'm going to go achieve this thing. That's not connected to me. Mm -hmm. Like I'm over here and that's over there. It's actually like, actually look in because Mm -hmm. it's in you. It's in you. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. No, that's deep. And yeah. And I mean, even with that transition, I mean, moving on forward, you know, going into a new year, because I mean, Time is flying like Everybody's crazy. We're forward to about it. to. Yeah. 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 <laughs> September to just flew by uh-huh. like nothing. Right. Yeah. Going into the next year, um, you know, where do you guys see yourselves? Uh, do you guys, and I guess some type of predictions, whether mm-hmm. if it's still going to be the same or if you're going to use the same, you know, techniques of what you're using going forward or what do you guys see? Will COVID be done by then or what? <laughs> that that I, I uh I'm not like Dr. Fauci, so I, I won't make any, uh, I won't make any predictions uh, on the science side of things. But for me, I think that what's cool is we have had what you know someone could call uh, a trial run now. Um, and by that, it's like we've got a little bit of a heads up to see, mm-hmm. you know, if we lean back into having a shelter in place, you know, people are ready to do the things they need to do. I feel like there's kind of some time to catch up there. But for me. Um, what I am like the most expecting and kind of preparing myself for is being like shifting the narrative from 2020 is the worst year ever, you know, because then if we go into 2021, um, every time something negative happens, it just Mm. seems like we haven't gotten out of this thing Mm. yet. You know what I'm saying? Right. And all it takes is one bad story for everyone to feel like 2021 is going to be just like 2020 you know what i mean like that whole thing (laughs) yeah so i'm trying to get to a deeper like grounded level where i'm not so swayed by the things that i'm happy that are happening Mm -hmm. um that's easier said than done i get as bothered as anybody when i see the like social injustice that we have going on obviously the pandemic is affecting so many people's lives financial strain on people there's so many things that Mm -hmm. have been happening um, but I'm trying to shift the narrative and open my heart to have a different expectation and a hope that it's not necessarily that I can plan or force or control that no bad thing's going to happen, but this realization that we are going to be okay. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, and regardless of how 2020 has been, like 
we are still here and we are going to be okay. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of more so what I'm starting to lean into and creating an expectation Mm -hmm. for myself. Um, In a natural sense, yeah, uh, I've, you know, we're loaded up and ready to go for any type of a pandemic. (laughs) You know what I mean? I'll let you interpret that however you interpret it. (laughs) We strapped and we got food. So, (laughs) you know. But I'm ready for whatever we got to yeah. deal with in 2020. You That's know what I'm true. saying? But um, I am expecting it to be better uh, in 2021, I should say. I am expecting it to be better. And mm-hmm. uh, at the end of the day, I'm like less afraid of what could happen and more so realizing that we can get through We this. can. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. 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 Yeah, absolutely. Like, honestly, um, Stephen, what we were talking about before with the peace thing, like, that being more so what I am striving for, yeah. I guess, the yeah. learning how to um, be in a state of peace or find peace right. or live there myself mentally or whatever um, when everything else is crazy because I don't know, this is not, in my opinion, it's not the last time we're going to see something crazy go down. Mm-hmm. Right. And so instead of investing my time into hoping that we don't see anything crazy ever again, I think it'd be more worth my time than learning how to live when it is crazy. Um, And so for me, you know, 2021 versus 2020, I I personally, I would be very shocked if we just, you know, January 1st, 2021, all of a sudden everything is, you know, back to normal. So um, not being pessimistic, being more realistic. um, But for me, I think it would be a greater um, learning experience to mm-hmm. uh, learn how to live in peace or right. somehow remain stable and calm and you know peaceful in any type of crazy situation because um, that isn't just going to happen this year. And honestly, right. even like biblically, um, you know, Jesus he let us know like, hey, you're going to see some crazy stuff, just so you mm-hmm. know. But um, you know, but I'm here. I'm with you, you know. That's and right. so um, just kind of that to me, like my as far as strategy goes, am I going to keep the same strategy? I mean, I don't know. But what I do know is at the moment, I, I, I don't I, I think that's it. More so focusing on learning how to live at be at rest, like be mm-hmm. at peace mm-hmm. um, and bringing that strategy, if you will, into anything right. um, 2021 has to offer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I mean, and, and it's like you said, I mean, and I'm with that belief that, you know, we even talked about an, an episode about, you know, you know, the end times and, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. you know, okay. obviously things might, you know, well, they will yeah, get worse. But, yeah. you know, and, and that's, you know, that's what we have, you know, as Christians and, you know, what I try, you know, to live by is, that uh, you know, all I'm trying to do is just try to pursue my calling, mm-hmm. try to bring as many people as I can, yeah. you know, because, yeah, I mean, things probably won't get better. You know, we can't really, like, hope for, oh, yeah, 2021 is going to be best, you know. Sure. It's, you know, we yeah. don't know. Yeah. But being able to, you know, be uh, uh, secure and confident that, you know, you are saved and that, you know, you will go, you know, either to heaven or wherever you end up, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess it's just having that like confidence and that comfort that, you know, yeah. that you, yeah. you're a son of God and that as long as we still breathing, you know, there's still hope for us and mm-hmm. for everybody al- uh, around us because that's mm-hmm. really what it's all about. Because, 
you know, you know, God doesn't want anybody to just get lost and just, you know, mm-hmm. as we know, you know, whoever is not saved is, you know, it's going to go to a place that they don't want to go. But, right. you know, that's what we got to do. And I feel like that's really like in this time is that that's our call, you know, to try to, you know, save as many people as we can. Yeah. You know, so, well, that was, I don't know, that's for me. That's, <laughs> that's good. I was going to say, I would love to see, I would love to like carry on the message that Ryan Hart Monkey always said, where mm. he okay. like, hail empty heaven full. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That would be amazing. Mm. Yeah. Sure. If that could be, you know, mm. tangible, mm-hmm. yeah, that would be amazing. Mm. But yeah. not to yeah. sound like a pessimist. Yeah. Unfortunately, that might not happen. I but still, <laughs> carrying that mentality, yeah. sure. I feel like we can accomplish a yeah, lot. Sure. And, yeah. and introduce a lot of people mm. to their creator and everything that comes with their creator, the kingdom of God, mm-hmm. all of these wonderful things. Mm-hmm. And they don't even have to go through what they could potentially go through. So, no. yeah. It's good. It's interesting because uh, biblically, um, the Bible says that the goodness of God leads men into repentance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so you know it's not going to be, there's no other conversation uh, that will lead men into repentance. People, when I say men, I mean humanity. Mm-hmm. Um, then the goodness of God, and then you live in a year that doesn't seem very good at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you're yeah. like, okay, goodness of God, you're out there somewhere. I got to find yeah. you, you know? Yeah. Um, because like, to be completely real, like that's like sometimes difficult to find, especially in a year like we've had. Um, but, um, you know, just kind of, um, do knowing that like the kingdom of God is in operation right Mm -hmm. now. It hasn't Mm -hmm. stopped since day one. It is, it is, it is here. The Bible says the kingdom is here and it's now. And, um, looking for it, finding it, and then like living in it. And that's it right. will bring comfort and peace because it, that's what it does. You know, that's the kingdom right. of God is bringing that and a, an abundant life. Like Jesus said, I came to bring life and life more abundantly. Okay. So the goodness of God is going to look like that mm-hmm. abundant life, life more abundantly is I think in a year like this can be a little bit more difficult to see it, mm-hmm. but you know what, if you just like ask God to help you see it, it is there. And if yeah. you focus on that and you focus on bringing people's attention to that, um, even in a year like this, you will see the goodness of God yeah. somehow, honestly, right. you know? Um, and true. I don't know, that's just something I'm keeping in mind in 2020 For sure. yeah. It's a little harder to find out there, yeah. but, um, it is out there and, there's the things that we can be thankful for. Like, thank God yeah. I'm healthy. My family's that's healthy, right. you know, whatever. And I feel like that's when God really, that's where, where, where he tells you, I will provide for this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he's not. The way how I see it is that, okay, the time in which he would provide is when, it's not when everything is good, but it's when things are bad, when you need things. Yeah. Sure. You know what I mean? That's when he's actually coming, going, th- it's going to come through with, mm-hmm. with things that you need, you yeah, know? Yeah. And I feel like that's, you know, that's, you know, the mentality that we also need to have that, you know, God is going to give me health in the time where there's a crazy pandemic, you yeah. know, and, and God is going to bless me with things with, you know, food, bless my family with things when there's a shortage of things, you know? So, sure. so, you know, like for me, just having that mentality too, that, you know, he provides when there's, yeah. when the times are bad. Yeah. Sure. Cause otherwise, I mean, 
yeah, he can provide when the times are good, but you know, it's when we need it the most. So mm-hmm. you'll see it. But yeah. Any last thoughts, Trey? Um, <laughs> no, we, we have said a lot this episode. So yeah, I, I don't, I don't have anything else. Not unless you guys. Oh, but yeah. We were we kept it really deep. We went yeah. deep today. No, yeah. We I mean, no hey, we can always. <laughs> we switched up the topic too. And you guys still were able hey, to we're here. adapt. We're with it. <laughs> we can hey, full like circle. It. I'm like saying. <laughs> <laughs> like no, but yeah. Well, thank you guys for for you know coming in and taking mm-hmm. some of your time, and it's an honor to have you guys here. And you know, whenever yeah, you guys yeah. you know want to share anything, please feel free to use us as your sure. platform. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> no. Appreciate that. But yeah, no, Thanks thank you. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for inviting us. Yeah. Yeah. I got one question for y'all though. Before we leave, I know we're in. We're ending it. Trey, it's a question for Trey. Oh boy. Did you have Nag Chapa incense before Beyonce said it in the uh the, the album or the, the or Black after? is King? Yes. No. No. You no. got Nag Chapa incense after Beyonce. Yeah. Can you show me where to find it? Because I'm not even woke to Nag Chapa <laughs> incense. I, can you send me the Amazon either. link so I, that I can Amazon, go home we know it's an and Amazon. say drip all on me? me. That's over my head, bro. Okay. Like I don't know. Is that is that Denise? Is that is that a, is, is she, she might know. She the she, she the know. orchestrator of that. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Just know. know they got nag chopper and sense. Okay. So when Trey says hola, bona, smell it, such a nag chopper. Okay, hey, I'm done. Look, we no, 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 no. <laughs> I got you. Cause that's one of my favorite songs at the moment. Listen, so that's a good. We're gonna play this as an outro. Yeah. That could be it. an outro. Yeah. yeah I just had to ask. So here we go. <laughs> you guys didn't see that question coming, I'm sure. No, I. I no, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, leave it to Ryan. I should have known it though, you know. You should have known for sure. I mean, he came in here singing <laughs> it, so. Yes, yeah. I no, knew it. No, this song is hard. It really is. For sure. Well, the queen, you know. Yeah. We knew it was gonna happen. We just didn't know exactly the package, but. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't disappoint. Mm-hmm. In my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> oh. All right. On that note. That's right. We will catch you guys on the next episode. Um, 84. Want to give a uh, round of applause. Yes, thank you guys. Yes, thank you guys. Thank you for having me. For sure. And as well, don't forget, please follow us on Instagram, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Music. Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Man, I always mess that up, man. (laughs) Anyways, thank you guys. Thank you guys. Stay safe. For sure.